Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Log Talk Radio. Are we good? Okay. Hi, uh, hello everyone, and welcome to the uh, Jane Doyle School Standing on Third Baseball Podcast. I'm Jared. I'm Riley. I'm Amanda. I'm Michael. I'm Chad. And today we're going to talk about uh, the uh, new MLB rule changes in 2019 and how they're changing the league and how they've changed the offseason. So we're going to start out uh, and talk about the new inning breaks. Uh, Amanda. What do you know about um, those? Well, the inning breaks, like local games, will go from like two minutes and five seconds to like two minutes between innings, and then national games will go from two minutes to 25 seconds to two minutes to 20. And then um, so it's, I think it's just going to help the game flow better, and I, I just think the productivity and like the game won't stop as much because baseball games are as long as they're pretty long already. But, yeah. Anybody have anything else to add? I feel like there's a, that's like a common thing with a few of the new rule changes. Yeah. Like well, I just, way. like, help it flow better. Yeah, I agree. Which is good. To make the game, like, go faster yeah. and a little bit more seamless. I mean, because you can't really change a game that's been around for 150 years. I mean, Agreed. which will be strong. There's talk that after this year in 2020, the time will be reduced to a minute and 55 seconds for both national and local games. So they're going to see how this change affects the season this year and then move forward from there. Sounds great. Yeah. Awesome. And um, like I was talking about with the similar theme, I think mound visits, they've reduced the amount of mound visits allowed per game from six to five, and they want to reduce it even further in years to come. Uh, Riley, how is this going to change the game? Um, I think by reducing the number of mound visits, it's going to definitely help with the pace of the game and try to keep the game moving and the fluid momentum. Um, I definitely think that, you know, the time taken with mound visits can be, Sometimes as a filler, you know, stall, especially if you've got a uh, pitcher warming in the bullpen or if you're trying to make some kind of change in the field. So I think by reducing this, it's going to definitely help the pace of the game. In addition to the new addition of the pitch clock, which will now be reduced to 20 seconds, so that will also try to contribute to the flow of the game and try to get things moving along faster. I like this rule, too. I like the, they got to be more uh, strategic now with when they do choose to go talk to the pitcher on the mound. Right. So the pitch clock, like, for people that are probably tuning in that don't really understand or are not familiar with the game, is that, like, you have 20 seconds to get the pitch off? Right. So if from the time that the pitch is thrown and the catcher has thrown it back to the pitcher, they have 20 seconds to get their set up, get their sign, and throw the next pitch. Or if I believe it results in a ball. And what was it before? Um, I believe, like, 30. I believe it was around yeah. the 30 seconds. Oh, after the 20 seconds. Yep. So, so as a pitcher, like, that, like, I mean, I know you play softball, yeah. but is it, like, it is different in softball, but, you know, the NCAA has changed rules this year towards that rule. But it definitely does, you know, help help or hurt you as a pitcher depending on how you, how you work. Ten seconds. Yep. So, you know, it can sometimes help you get into a rhythm or it can help also, it can also stall your rhythm depending yeah. on, 
you know, what your pace is when you're in the game, depending on the situation. I feel like this is an underrated rule amongst mm-hmm. the ones that we've talked about, yeah. that we've researched, because 10 fewer seconds to get your pitch off and get your sign. And mm-hmm. for, Especially for if you're used to the other one. Right, and if you ever watch baseball, you see how many numbers they, the catcher flashes into a pitcher relaying just one sign. So, um, you know, I wonder if that's going to change the strategy of, you know, um, batteries of catchers, you know, changing the length of their signs they relay to the pitchers or whatnot. So kind of makes you wonder how they prepare for it in the offseason mm-hmm. in the spring training. Right. Yeah. You see, have time to get used to it, though, right. so before the season starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, next one we can talk about is pitching mound, pitching mound distance. Um, this, this is a big change that could potentially come. Um, so they're, they're moving the distance of the mound back from the plate from 60 to 62 feet. It hasn't formally been introduced into the MLB yet because they're going to test it out in the MILB this season. But, you know, that extra, you know, 24 inches is really, you know, going to make a difference with not only the pitcher's movement and their velocity, but also hitter's timing. I bet. Especially yeah. if you're used to it, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand. Like, what's the point of this one? Right. I, you I know, know. It's a good question. I know. Before. It's still kind of unknown as to why, what is driving the MLB <clears throat> to want to make this change. Um, I think most of the rules are in conclusion to making the sport more, like, have more people on base mm-hmm. and more action to it. I right. Yeah, more action. Right. And because, so, you know, over the years, baseball has become a very big, you know, home run. Mm-hmm. And well, you see a lot more home runs and the launch angles is a new topic. That's making it kind of, like, difficult. Right. So it's not as mm-hmm. common. That's Sorry. what I was just thinking, too. Like, yeah. in the last at least, like, two or three years, and especially in the postseason, we've seen just a ton of home runs mm-hmm. in the MLB, like, an obscene amount. Way yeah, right. Tradition. Do you think it's too quite different so it like, change that? I don't know. I really have no idea. Because I think it will. Like I mean, like, because you're used to it. Like, I'm, I think of it as, like, because I play basketball, like, if you move the, the free throw line back to, like, I'm used to right. shooting that ball from that line. Like, yeah, and then you true. move it. I yeah. could just see it in that base sense. Like, people are used to hitting are. it from that. Mm-hmm. But the it would be interesting be to see if it does work out, mm-hmm. if they do end up. That would be interesting. Right. The timing is going to be a very large concern to see, you know, um, how it will affect how batters react to the ball since they will have, a, you know, an extra point one, two, three, yeah. four seconds to react to the ball versus what they have now. But I, definitely I mean, because the guys in the majors are so good where if they get, you know, even a half second more time to react to a pitch. Right. It might result in more success so, of a batter. I guess prior to that, I guess the new rule for the designated hitters, mm-hmm. I, the MLB wants the pitchers to rely on their pitching and the, the hitters to line hitting mm-hmm. and again so they just want more action and more people running on bases right so can you get into more of the technicalities of that rule because i don't really understand it yet myself so one league i'm not sh- the, I national think the national league, league doesn't or the national league um if you play in the national league pitchers have to hit, to hit. and unlike the american, american league, league where there's a designated hitter for mm-hmm. the pitcher so that means they're both gonna have uh uh, DHS, so, right. okay. Which I think that's a really mm-hmm. useful rule because if, you know, you go, if you play in the American League and sometimes you play those out of conference in the NL games really during the season. The American League team they have right. To, it, have not only put, it not only puts your yeah. pitcher at risk for, you know, some kind of type of injury at the play, but also, yep. like, if you have a pitcher going up at, like, fifth, Mm-hmm. And they're just gonna like there's three people on base like right. Just gonna, mm-hmm. They usually put their pitchers in the ninth spot in that area. I mean, there are some pitchers who you know 
do have a pretty decent batting history with the teams. Um, you know, especially teams in the national league, right. uh, guys like um, like uh, Jacob Degrom. Like mm-hmm. he's he's a pretty solid hitter for a guy right. pitches. Even Rick Porcello for the Red Sox, you know, had a had two doubles this past season in regular season play. So there are some pitchers that can't get the job done, but also I think by implementing this rule. It will definitely, you know, keep the pitchers focused on what they have to do on the mound instead of, you know, having to focus on two parts of the game at once. Kind of takes the weight off the shoulders, uh, the shoulders for a manager in the American League. Because if I'm Terry Francona coaching the Indians and I'm watching Corey Kluber stand up there at the mm-hmm. plate, you know, right. two, three times, mm-hmm. I mean, my heart's racing a little bit. Right. Because that's my age and I want to get hit. You guys want to talk about the All-Star game and the Home Run Derby next? Yeah. Um. So the winner of the All Star Game will receive a cool one million dollars. Jeez. Oh, Jeff? no big deal. Yeah. What's the current price of it? Yeah. What is the current price? It says that they're going to be increasing the current. Well, obviously for the All uh, for the All Star Game, they're always the MVP. Usually, the one where they get a car at the end, or is it the Home Run Derby? If I'm not mistaken. I think it's the home run so the derby. Oh, yeah, because Aaron Judge got a car. Right. Yeah, that's cool. right. Yeah. I forgot what he, exactly the model was. I will, he definitely got yeah. a car. Yeah. Um, definitely with that, you know, they believe they did say that the voting process for the All-Star game will be different this year, um, specifically for fan voting. Um, this year it will be conducted within two rounds um, where the clubs can nominate one player per eligible position. Um, who will be voted by fans? So they're and they're going to try to redo that entire process to try to get more fan action versus strictly um, you know club oriented votes and placements. So this is one that kind of gets me mm-hmm. because when you compare the MLB All Star Game to the other ones, the NBA, NHL, um, this one's probably the biggest one right. because ultimately they're playing for home field advantage in the World Series. Mm-hmm. So the guys who are playing for the competitive teams really want to win this game. Right. Um, this makes me wonder if they're happy about fans uh, having more of a say. Right, because it becomes a game of favoritism versus right. talent and, you know, who's leading the standings. And the guys who are voting before it, you know, obviously are in professional baseball mm-hmm. for a living. Right. Better after the game, and, you know. Don't necessarily show that kind of favoritism. Mm-hmm. Maybe tend toward like a personality as opposed to talent. Right. What do you think, Chad? Uh, I kind of unbrosed it up. Okay. So then, actually. <laughs> um, what's the last one? Okay. Yeah, well, they're, they're doing a. Okay, I was going to talk about the roster. But yeah, we can, yeah, we can go into So, uh, first, another change that's coming to the pitching aspect of baseball is that pitchers must face a minimum of three batters or conclude a half inning before being taken out of a game. Um, this is more of a rule that's going to be put into effect in 2020, but it's, oh. it was released that a pitcher must face three batters to complete a full half inning before they can be lifted and released in a game. Um, which I personally think is going to definitely alter the strategies that teams use, especially when, you know, sometimes they'll see a, a change just for one specific batter in the lineup of an opposing team, or, you know, just put in, you know, if there's a specific player who has lesser stats against a left-handed pitcher um, in a pinch situation, you know, they'll, get, they'll sub them in but then take them right out after that. So I think that definitely is going to alter strategies that teams are trying to use in games. 
this one also kind of like strictly enforces a philosophy in baseball that I always kind of admired where if a pitcher were to, or if he does get himself into some trouble, he's got to pitch his way out of it. Right. Good. I like. Because you see managers sometimes, you know, a pitcher, you know, loses control, control of the inning and they just, you know, pull him. Right. But if they haven't faced more than three batters and they're struggling early in a the game, they're going to have to work their way out of trouble. Right. So they usually, if um, they can pitch just an inning and be taken out. Right. Yep. So, so now this is like a main, like, yeah. it's not going, it's not in place though, right? Not going to, no, not until 2020. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. You know, I think I agree with Jared was talking about and the fact that, you know, you have to learn to work yourself out of a tough situation and not just take the easy way out. But also, I can see where it become, can become problematic if you're in a close game and, you know, there's, you know, if it's a tie ball game in the bottom of the ninth inning and, you know, you've got a guy out there who's not really finding his own and they're just mm-hmm. finding a way to hit off yeah. them, it could potentially slow your chances of winning the game. But um, but then it goes back to probably them making this game more interesting right. and, like, action-filled. Mm-hmm. Because, right. like, if things like that, you jank him out and then put your the pitcher that's been doing well and then you kind of close up the game, it's not kind of – there's no, like, nervous feeling. I don't know. That's a lot of pressure on the pitcher. It right. does. It does. More, more so in the postseason. Which is a lot. All right. Right. There's 182 games that you can afford to lose, lose. you know, with yeah. a little bit of control in one, yeah. or, one or two. Mm-hmm. What matters is winning the big games down the road. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about that one, actually. Yeah. I wouldn't say that was my favorite. Yeah. Like, at least, I think they're still trying to play it out, obviously, because it's going to be next year. Right. It's going to influence the way managers use their bullpen. Right. It's going to re-strategize when they use. But I think, for the most part, most of these rules so far – um, the general trend I'm seeing is that they're, they're trying to speed up the pace of the game but also make the game more exciting and not predictable as that can be some, at some times. Mm-hmm. So I think that's also a good step in the right direction for the sport as a whole to get more viewers, to get more people to come watch games because, you know, there are some people who don't want to sit and watch a baseball game mm-hmm. for three, four hours on yeah. end. So I think it will definitely <clears> help They're trying to reach a different crowd, I feel. Right. Because they definitely, it's, I mean, it's a 150-year anniversary this year, and I feel like there's baseball fans that will sit there. Right. But, like, for some, to select friends. Yeah, like, right. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. for people, I feel like, I think it will help the league. If these years, if these new rules are successful, I, I think it will. I like all these changes myself. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how they play out, but I think I like I think they'll make a bigger yeah. impact than we were, like, prepared for them, but what we can imagine right now because the season hasn't started. Mm-hmm. But opening day is the 28th, and I'm pretty excited. Right around the corner. Yep, actually this weekend. Oh, that's right. So how did the team start? I don't have cable vision, so. <laughs> Reddit, Reddit, you got to go on Reddit. Well, is there any, um, any, do we have any ones that we missed? Other than, uh, I think, like, think batting player. We also didn't, we skipped over um, roster yeah. deductions and expansions, and I think John yeah. was, John was commenting on that the earlier. Yeah, right? man roster rule. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't really you know, make a difference. Cause yeah, it's more I the only impact that I, when I was researching, was talking about how in September the um, it will change from 40 to 28 man rosters, which will also drastically impact which players get called up, which can be really beneficial in the off season. So notable, you know, it was um, the source of ESPN was stating that notable September call ups were, um, you know, Francisco Rodriguez, the 2002 Los Angeles Angels, and which resulted in them, you know, having that World Series win that year, and also David Price for the 2008 Tampa Bay Rays and his appearance in Game 7, which helped lead that club to a win also. So I think it could definitely benefit um, many teams if they've got that one guy, you know, who they want to call up and try to make an impact to be successful in the postseason. 
All right. Well, I, think Agreed, yeah. I think this is going to do it for today's episode on um, Standing on Third Baseball Podcast. Thanks, guys. Yep. Pleasure as always. And we'll see you next time. Thank Let you. the season begin. <laughs> Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.